0: For all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, just stop. Shut up already.
1: Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Go! The Bulls
0: win it! They win
1: it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes. he wants his mummy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he uses Curry, way right down top. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! White Mamba out
1: he's waited six episodes look at him he can, he's sweating oh,
0: oh, i was writing that for an hour today
1: <laughs> hello nba fans and welcome back to episode six of sports opinionated we're here to give our opinions across the landscape that is the nba i'm pete evans and alongside me is a man who once called an nba finals game as being over 90 seconds in and did so correctly laker sixes of game for in two thousand and one. Well <laughs> Matt, what are you doing? <laughs> what? What? Can I take? this okay. is, can I take? This t- this sorry, is not v- sorry, sorry, I
0: had, to, I had to take my mask off, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> We've been told we have to wear masks. This is not yeah, a true. visual. <laughs> this is not a visual medium. But you're laughing. <laughs> Uh, oh, as I'm trying to sorry, sorry, this, sorry, sorry, ladies sorry. and gentlemen. We've been, we've been ordered to wear masks here in Melbourne, so uh, that's what I was doing.
1: Okay, so, so I'm trying to read the intro and look up, and I see a masked man staring across at me. Matt, great to be back with you. And in the biggest will they or won't they back and forth since the Joe Tunks courtship, just, no. many, just how many family emergencies do you foresee in the NBA bubble? Forcing players to have to leave.
0: What's your over-under? 1,400, oh, <laughs> I would say. What are the chances I'll they get the through over. this? What are the chances they get through? Yep. Unscathed. My wife said
1: to me today, what, what constitutes a family emergency? You know, had to quickly check what kind of things I could say to her. Well, Matt, we've been going through the Last Dance doco series in the absence of any meaningful basketball. Today, we're going to look at the highlights, the quotes, the peripherals, the Stephen A., the Queen's. And Matt, you and I, when you straight away when watching Episodes 9 and 10, that containing them within one podcast was simply impossible. Even allowing, and I did some, ma- some significant mathematics this week, Matthew, even allowing for our combined 62 years of NBA experience. 62 years? Well not, well, not experience. Let's call it an obsession combined, which is what it is for both of us. Matt, Episode 9 is in the books. Episode 10 could be its own miniseries. Matt, please, kick us off. What are some of the standout highlights to you? Gets it to LeBron for three for the win.
0: Yes! LeBron James and Mimosa! Brian, to shot.
1: Stop,
0: Smith, stop stop, stop, stop the game. Is this the dagger? No! <laughs> oh! Oh, number one for me was the final shot of the last dance. That was the number one highlight for me. The okay. production of that I could watch over and over again. In fact, I watched it today. watched it this afternoon. Fantastic. Um, the interviews, the commentary, the still shots as he let that final shot go. Mm-hmm. They had those shots of the crowd behind, the still shots of all the different reactions and the Utah fans just knowing it was going in. <laughs> um, and, no, and just nothing but net that shot. Just that, that whole sequence he put that together was just magnificent. Yep. Again,
1: I wish this was a visual medium. Matt's glowing. He's like Peter coming down the mountain with the, the Ten hand. Commandments. He's, the so cocked, he's so happy. <laughs> Peter. He's so happy remembering all this. Uh, I'll, I'll just um, start with a little uh, kudos to your team. Just a little tidbit. Two days rest only after getting over the paces in indeed, game seven and indeed. then having on to the, on hit, the hit up Utah. So, well done to you guys. That, yep.
0: that was the first thing that stuck out to me. Um. Dennis taking off in the middle of the NBA Finals after Game 3. That whole story. That's just unbelievable. Imagine Mm -hmm. if that happened now. Oh, It's just extraordinary. And just wanders back in and says, Oh, yeah, Phil just lets me do what I do. Uh, No, he didn't really. He wasn't that happy with you. No, he wasn't. No, he was not. Um,
1: Matt, can you picture Michael Jordan with the headphones on about six hours before Game 1? His own words saying what he was doing. Beers, piano, cigar. He's buzzed, right? Oh, he was... <laughs> Six hours before the he game. He dancing. His what head is dancing he doing? What was he
0: doing? Oh, I don't know. He's up for it, though. He's up for the moment.
1: Oh, my goodness. I thought if anyone could justify this kind of behaviour, it's you who drinks his Gatorade on... Yes, it, yes. ...by the yes. the, the, by the well, Whatever
0: he was doing, it worked. And uh, my third one was the segment... Um, it's a short little segment. Mark Vansel, the writer of Rare Air, talking about Michael being present in the moment. That okay. was very cool. Now that was clearly an impact feel it had, had on him as the coach. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, d- th- and that's probably one nil to you because I wrote there the footage of him relaxed and chilling in the bus there with the dancing his head dancing away, you yeah. know, loving the moment. It's just uh, with Vance was quoted at the same time. Another great bit of production there. It was awesome. It was um, my one. How cool are MJ's kids? Yes, cool cats. We, obviously, was, they just wanted
1: to drop them in somehow, in some way, at some point. They during waited until the, the very last Waited until the very last moment. But yeah. my
0: goodness, how cool were they? I wonder what else they had to say during the course of it. But who Yep. Yeah, that's three for me, three for you. Okay, well, I want to jump straight into our first big story. We're going to hit two big
1: stories today, Matt. Our first one is the Bulls versus Jazz 1998 NBA Finals. Um, early on, some of your memories from that, can I just kick off game, game one? Uh, did you remember? You've got a great memory for these types of things, buddy. That Luke Longley tried the game. Shot. One yes. of one of the MVPs of this doco series. Two 0 to you. I had that
0: written down. That was an amazing yep. make.
1: He had. A, he, we talked about his left-handed throwdown in in the last episode of of our podcast. But
0: what a what a what a play call to yeah. hit Longley, and
1: he hit a pretty tough shot in the lane
0: to send it to overtime. Oh, yeah, the right the right the right side head fake up and under. Yep. And then Jordan walking off, just going, Ooh, you know. Good make. Yep. Yeah. Was it enough? You didn't get game one? No, long, long he didn't play in overtime, I don't think, by the way.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> no, so. Thanks for nothing, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Take a seat. Fair no, a
0: huge win in game two, though. Yeah, true. Um, not enough made of that game. That was an epic game. I remember being on Knife's Edge on that one. That came down to the last two minutes. Yep. Um, Steve Kerr made a great play late in that game, too. Yep. We just got there, I think, four or five points. Won great that memory for
1: me. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you on knife Edge of game three. Which you might not have realized. Oh, the knife that, edge. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know that when Ben Bill, Spoiler. sorry, not Ben, Bill Wennington was isolated on the right wing, that he was the only Bulls player not to have scored in yes. your 96 54 blowout?
0: 54. That was is that, what happened in that game, Matt. Could, it was the from, lowest game, lowest score since the shot clock era in any game, let alone a finals game. Yeah, so. Yeah.
1: Indeed. It's above the average for our current AFL scores, but Su- that's, that's suff- by yes, the suffocating yeah. they were. I will say, though, that uh, your man, who's always looking for uh, an edge, Jordan, after that presser, came out and acknowledged Malone and Stockton and gave them nothing. He was just shaking hands. Were they waiting for him?
0: Yep. Yep. They had already been. I don't think so, no. No? No,
1: no, no. Winning team first, and then uh, Is it? Yeah, okay. losers get a little bit more time to uh, get themselves set, and then they come in and... Onto the podium, Jordan acknowledged them respectfully and got out of there. Smart move by clearly,
0: your clearly, uh, clearly the dream team connection there. I imagine all those guys to be pretty well connected.
1: Yeah, fair point. Yeah. hadn't thought about that. And then, as you,
0: <laughs> and then, and then, and then, Dennis took off. Yes. Well, Matt, as I, as he has as he has a want to. He, do.
1: <laughs> I, back back then, when I was young, dumb, and full of excitement, as, as you termed it in an earlier <laughs> podcast, I was watching WCW Nitro. Uh, and all of
0: a sudden, was oh, that what it was? It? I thought it was NWO. <laughs> uh, well, WWF, well, just WWE. Me,
1: just stop, stop talking. Let me tell the story.
0: <laughs> Nitro.
1: <laughs> That's what it was called. The show was called. There was Monday Night uh, WCW Nitro. They were in competition at that point with the WWF at that time. Right. Out comes Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, and alongside him and his band of brothers, the NWO New World Order, Dennis Rodman. And I remember just thinking. What's he doing there? Just trying to do Google Maps in my head, which of course didn't exist back then. What is going
0: on? So where was where physically? Where was this? Because oh. he's he's obviously has to take a flight to get there. Probably wouldn't have been in Utah. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'm no, sorry, no, Chicago. Wasn't. Would have been back in Chicago then. No, wouldn't have n- been in Chicago. Now, now to be
1: fair to Robin, he didn't wrestle, so he didn't put his body in jeopardy. But when you were watching this doco series and. Rodman's monologue in the interview that he was trying to justify what he did, I actually struggled to understand his words in English. He did not make sense.
0: Oh, I was just got to do the thing I do on one and one and I do, do what I do and that's it. You know. <laughs> that's, but it I must say, quality. Quality uh, chair bashing by Rodman. Is that what you called it? Yeah, yeah. 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 He just, you know, he really got that chair. Was really dinted That guy on the ground who yeah. was taken that punishment. Yeah. Yep. That, di- that guy on the ground was Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Matthew Allen O'Brien. Yes. Well, anyway,
1: as as a little uh, quirk in the series, tried to tell us that Robin had a good game for. What did you make
0: a game for, Matt? Game four was tight, tight. Um, yep. Yeah, Rodman had fourteen boards, I believe, in that game. Oh, of three from the floor. I think I looked it up. 2-1. Two, 2-1. Um, um, two, well done. He did. Just, just just, winding back, though, the practice before game four. Did you find it interesting that Phil Jackson tried to give some Indian spiel of, you know, Dennis had embarrassed the tribe and all this kind of stuff? Oh, missed that. And then <laughs> Michael just said, oh, it was a good coin, though. Just totally, Dennis, Phil's trying to make yeah. a point, like you've embarrassed all of us in, yep. in his, you know, connection he's got with Dennis, with the uh, ancient Indians or whatever. And and MJ just 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 it straight away. Yep. Good coin. There yeah. you
1: go. Yep. Uh, yep. Seven seven uh, defensive boards. Seven offensive. Uh, Malone fourteen in that. Bulls with it in a tight one. So you go to game five thinking this could be a given. What are your memories there, Matt? Should have been. Oh, my memories
0: was Malone played out of his skin. Finally, <laughs> from memory. Yep. Um, and I do. And the footage showed this. Jeez, geez, they were very relaxed, weren't they, before game five. Your the, boys oh, too well, relaxed. The footage just was like, compared to, and we'll move on to game six. The it was very quiet before game six. Intense, yes. very quiet. You wind back to game five. MJ's saying, "I'm going to slip a ring on your finger." He says to Tex, and he's like, "I'm going to. I don't have to. Two two. This will be the last time I whoop your butt." He says to Scott Burrell. Yep. They're all just relaxed. Yeah. They're laughing. They're thinking they've had a. They didn't have the mindset clearly. Yep. So.
1: Quite right. 39-9-5 to the... To uh, the mailman. To the mailman. I was going to mention something about MVP, but I want to not to annoy you. I want to jump into um, one of the more memorable games we've ever experienced. Game six of the 98 finals. Where, where do we begin? Um, let's. let's um, <laughs> I'm just going to jump in with this because you won't have... Scott Burrell went 0 of 1 for that game. Oh, did he? He was minus 17 for the game. So let's now show that montage after we explore Jordan's quote around leadership for the young Scott Burrell. He was yeah, minus 17 for the game.
0: I don't remember him being very good, Scott Burrell. <laughs> yeah, that one game against Charlotte, didn't he? In the first round of the previous like the year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think he was a significant factor. Yep. Um, but yeah, very intense pre-game. And they were working on Scotty before the game. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't. This was clearly an issue he had coming in because I I I had always thought I hadn't or hadn't remembered that he hurt himself prior. Sure. Um, but clearly he was he was ginger coming in. So, yeah, but that that you would have thought looking back, said, okay, you're going back to Utah. Pippen's going to hurt himself in the first thirty seconds. Yep. He's going to be next to useless. Yep. What's going to be the result? I would have given us no chance. It was a game we had no right to be winning.
1: Well, there you go. Well, we're not going to jump into that. Um to the end Josh yet. How's the Rodman twenty foot jump shot? And then the shrug. <laughs> the shrug. <laughs> the, the, the MJ DMJ
0: shrug from Dennis. Uh. And the two Chicago fans at mid court this is one for later. I'll probably go earlier. on The two Chicago fans at mid court in the middle of Utah, hands up, really? Yeah. Go back and look Peripheral at Matt. it. Peripheral Matt. They're just well like done. they're celebrating yeah. as Rodman shrugs down the court. <laughs> they get tickets <laughs> i
1: don't know but they would have paid a bit of money uh, yes. for them can we can we jump to late in the game matt or do you have any other memories of, of the early but well, sorry question without notice for you you're, you're a bulls fan um as you watch this game how are you feeling when, when pippen's back's gone burrell's playing like he is you guys are just getting well, in this rampant utah crowd
0: well how are I, you i was following this game on the internet peter because it was on a work day it was oh, on a work day.
1: Some of us were sick that So day. some of us couldn't <laughs> take the, I don't know,
0: working in marketing and doing whatever you like. I, we, I actually had to work that day <laughs> and I couldn't watch it live. <laughs> and I couldn't wait till night time for some reason. Like that's what sure. I would have done now. Sure. Um, but yeah, I was just following it and just thinking, was this looking bad? Was looking bad? But you didn't know that, you didn't know looking at the box score that Scotty was hurt though either. True, true. Um, so
1: obviously late in the game, um, huge, huge Stockton three. Puts the Jazz up, 86,
0: 83. Great shot. Great pass to... Yep, yep. ...out of the double. Just patient as Utah are.
1: So from the inbounds, Jordan goes straight past Russell and over Kerr. over Kass, sorry.
0: Yep. put you down one. Great, make that too. Exactly. So well down, like.
1: down one. You want to take it from here? <laughs> you want to start glowing again?
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's the greatest 41 seconds you'll see from the greatest clutch man... In sport, <laughs> with respect to Tom Brady and Joe Montana and a few others, but wow! Then that goes and they run the play again to Malone in the post, exactly the same play they'd run before to get stocked in the three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was just waiting for the he was waiting for the double from the top side, and he thought Jordan had cleared away, and he hadn't cleared away. He was just standing there on the baseline. Sure, um, fundamentals were missing there, Peter Evans. Oh, Carl, listen, it, you know, the condescension no, Carl, in, in the Carl, voice. Carl should have been holding that ball. The mailman should have been holding that ball above his head. He shouldn't have been holding it down at his waist. If he held it out above his head to his left side, that would have protected from the double. If mm-hmm. The double came. He would have seen it before any hands could get there. Yep. He was holding it down there on his right hip lazily. And Jordan just came. And that was an easy steal. Really? in the end. It was easy.
1: There you go. There you go. And um, then
0: the clock stopped. Everything <laughs> slowed down.
1: Everything slowed down. Um,
0: Great commentary by Bob Costas too. Oh, it, was, it, was in the
1: it was incredible. It um, was incredible. We've talked about the, the non-push off. I just, you know, my memories around that are just around the peripheral of, of that huge frame of the steel shot of the ball in mid-flight and the look of horror from thousands of Utah fans. Yet one Chicago Bulls boy with his arms outstretched. <laughs> he just he yeah. was covered.
0: And there's another one. There's another kid in that photo because I, I have this photo. Right? Yes, I know. I have this photo <laughs> framed, right? And it says. The the title of the frame, which I came up with myself, was <laughs> the final shot of the last dance. And in one of those one of those, there's a kid holding a five fingers and one finger for title number six as well. There you go. There's a couple of them. Fantastic. So Fantastic. ten seconds away from game seven or title number six. Exactly. That's, that's the commentary. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And as you point out rightly, Matt, game's not over. Now I've I've did a little YouTube deep dive. No, it wasn't a push off, by the way. Glad they put that to bed. Incredible that Matt thinks that. Yes. I'm gobsmacked. I'll need some time to... What did Bob Costa say? It was like a made at Metro Day guiding you to your table. <laughs> well, I wouldn't know. Yes, game was not over. True. Game was not over. You can take us from here. The Bulls
1: absolutely know that what play is coming. This is part of the reason why you hit Jerry Sloan rightfully hard last week. It's, it's the whole thing where your greatest strength is your greatest weakness. You know, they went to what worked and their predictability hurt them late. They knew yep. exactly when to switch out. They knew what what they wanted Ron Harper to do. They knew what they wanted Dennis Rodman to do. They knew the play that was coming. That said, Matt Stockton's shot does not oh, miss by much. Wasn't
0: a bad shot. Wasn't a bad. It shot. was
1: short, but yep. oh, far out, not by much.
0: Yep. Yeah, with you on that. Very, very close.
1: Okay. So ballrooms out, balls win. What 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 are the first memories? What did you what did you note?
0: Know th- oh, the, where I was at work at the time, I had a mate who. I was working at the pharmacy, Johnny Fatinos. Give him a give him a wrap. Johnny Fatinos. G'day, <laughs> Johnny. Thanks Greek for listening. Mate. Great fella. I haven't seen him in a long time. But he care, he John. was he was right working the late shift that day. So he was at home watching it on ESPN and he commentated the last oh. 40 seconds to me on it's the phone I was literally shaking when it was over oh my goodness it was just intense is that what
1: gave you the motivation to commentate the end of a recent Essendon Bombers uh, Gold Coast Suns game for me and my children
0: yes yes that's <laughs> right I have I have a you, yep. know, you know I want to be a commentator one day
1: uh, Matt I'll talk about him later but Pippin in tears hugging Rob at, at the end of it just pain yeah, and relief just spent yep
0: just looking at the box, he only played 25 minutes who's that Scotty yes in that game and he still went did he go four of six or something? He, st- he still was okay for someone who couldn't run. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got something later. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, they should never have won, had no right to win. Yep. And I don't know if you're going to cover the Utah coaching staff again later or not, nope. but they oh, I'm moving on. <laughs> They balls this up big time. But
1: <laughs> well, I'm still starting the celebration. Totally agree with you. Matt loved uh, MJ humbling accepting his finals MVP. Matt, just take a look. take Take note, KD, the worst. NBA finals acceptance ever. How, I'm showing Matt a, a picture. Yeah, LeBron's of got a picture just like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, but LeBron... Look yeah. at me. Yeah, worship me. Come on, KD. You could have yeah. try and look a little bit humble. And, uh, and Leo, Leo DiCaprio, getting in on the action at the end. Yes, now so that, would been, that would have been... Is that about poetry or what was he saying?
0: That would have been... Yeah, he said it was uh, poetic. He said it was. But that would have been around um, Titanic fame. Yeah, Titanic, okay. w- Titanic was about 96 ninety seven, somewhere okay. in that time period. There so he up. was he had just made it big, I think, with that film. You reckon? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Okay. And who were all the who were all the hangers on hanging over the piano after the game? Uh, They're you know,
1: the, they fair to say
0: that Just leaning across the <laughs> piano, worshipping. How bad was the piano playing? He can't play the piano. <laughs> no, play like piano. One thing he can't do.
1: Yep. a couple of things for me before we go on. Thank you, Carmen, for making uh, another um, kissing the trophy. Kissing the trophy. Um, how
0: spent did Jerry Krause look? He was just exhausted. He didn't even play. No, <laughs> well, it's exhausting trying to break up a great team over and over again and answering all those interviews and all those questions. How
1: can I justify this? Uh, you noted it at the time, rightly, total class, Carmelone coming on the bus to
0: congratulate your boys. Yeah, yep, clearly. Yep, very good. There we go. Another bitter twist to the dark side of an all-American success story. Oh, I know. You're not narrating the Lord of the Rings. <laughs>
1: Uh, Roberts Scrooge. come play with the rules. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. What's up?
0: <laughs> What's up? What's up? I had no problem with the glove. This
1: is what I've had to put up with for, for about twenty years. Let's go on to the uh, the big quotes, the controversial
0: lines that we've heard from episode ten. Matt, I'll let you go off first. Um, now this is this is so almost part peripheral, part um, part quote in the practiced the game day before. I don't know if it was before game one. Okay. They were having a shooting competition from the sideline. Yeah. Right. So they have a few goes. I think Kerr missed, but someone else missed. Then Jordan stepped up, and I don't know what he mumbled to Randy Brown. Some, Randy Brown said something to him, and Jordan stepped up after all of the missing, and he made this shot. Yes. As the balls, heart, as the ball, as soon as the ball leaves his hand. Yes. I don't know who it is. goes, Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> they could see it was straight they're just knowing what he's going to do and then Jordan's like yeah put him away MJ he's saying and he walked up to Scott Barrell. that's how I like it and went woo right <laughs> in his face I love that that was so funny <laughs> they're just like uh oh because they know he's just going to give it to him for yep. the next however long yep well done mate that's 3-2 to you I'll take
1: you away later um love that um I'm going to give you two quotes in the same little thing. This is about the Robin, um, Robin disappearance. So this is Dennis Robin. I had to watch this about five times and get subtitles to get this down. Oh, I you've, just, you've, you've done it. I just, <laughs> I just need to always do me. They're going to get a hundred percent when I'm on the court, which was counted perfectly by the journalist Willow Bay, who said the bad boy reputation that Dennis carefully cultivated overshadowed his contributions as a
0: player. <laughs> 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 Boom. Got yeah. that Dennis. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and from Dennis as well, this is, I'm going to have to, I, I won't, I'll just use uh, different words here. How many Please times do. can you use the F-bomb? This is when Michael has, he's describing when Michael's got the ball, prepare, about to shoot the last shot in game six. He's going <laughs> to shoot this effer. He's not going to pass this effing ball. He's going to shoot this effing ball. It's not and John Paxson. It's not and Steve Kerr. This is his turn. <laughs> <laughs> How many F-bombs can you get in one oh, sentence? I don't know.
1: I don't know, but thanks for doing the PG version of it. Um, you scored a goal on me earlier, Matt. I'm going to tell you why. Um, I think Tex was worried about um, Jordan's, what was it, shoe wear or, or falling over or something? And MJ just says, uh, I'm, a I'm, a, I'm a slider ring in your finger tonight. I'm a slider ring on your finger tonight, Tex. That's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mark Vansell. This is other blood. Yep. Most people live in fear because we project the past into the future. Michael was a mystic. He was never anywhere else. His gift wasn't being able to jump high, run fast, or shoot a basketball. I don't, I don't, I don't agree fully with that. It was the fact he was completely present that was the separator. Okay. And i I've heard a similar thing from Akeem Olajuwon. and talked about this one time, about how it's being able to take a shot and not think about missing that shot. Sure. Just to be in the moment, letting yeah. your body do what it's yep. trained to do. Yeah. So. Brilliant. Yeah, good stuff from Mark Mansell. Fantastic.
1: Matt, I want you to picture the start of the second half of Game 6 of the 98 Finals as Scotty's doing everything he can and Phil's getting ready to send him out on the court and and Scotty steps in and this is two quotes. He just goes to Scotty, can you start? And then, really? Yeah, he was surprised. He was... I got goosebumps literally now as I say it, just that what Scotty was prepared to do to put himself back on the court for that game.
0: Yep. Um... Yeah, one, Phil Jackson when answering a reporter talking about Dennis <laughs> saying, you know, is this taking your focus away from the finals? No, it's taking your focus away from the <laughs> finals, not <laughs> ours. He's yep. very upset, Phil. He <laughs> was, he was. He was
1: drinking the self-righteous uh, juice that uh, so I many th- of your teams th- enjoy, uh, Matthew.
0: I, I think it might
1: have been taking a little bit of the focus away, <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Um, Bob Costas, obviously, about the final shot. One of the greatest sequences you'll ever see in any sport.
0: Yep, Gold.
1: Okay, and then finally, as they, they, they hugged it out, the coach and, and the champion, I had faith, I had faith, screamed MJ. I'll bet you did. God bless you. Yeah. As he finished it off. Fantastic. Unreal. So, Matt, we've had so many good quotes this series. Um, in our in our midweek board meeting, we decided that we'd just grab a couple um, and, and give us the top couple of quotes from the entire Last Dance doco series. Now, I'm going to be kind. You're up three two, but I'm going to let you go first. We're we going to go top three? Uh, yeah, we can go three. Three? Yep. Okay. Go for it.
0: You've still got to come through Chicago. <laughs> I don't care what happens in this game, what happens in other series. you still got to come through Chicago. Yep. That, 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 you don't have to add to that. That's it. Yep. <laughs> just, just sums them up, says that.
1: Um, when your career is going nowhere and you get to come play for the greatest uh, team of all time, come play with the Bulls. I don't care. Whatever. What's up? What
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis. 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 Uh, Dennis. <laughs> Um, yep. Straight up, <laughs> from my mate Horry. <laughs>
1: I was going to put it in, that, but that, kept it that, PG, mate. Yeah, no, that's all right. Okay, that's, that's oh, okay. fair call. Cool. Well played by you. Um, some downtime. You going to the swimming pool, guys? No, I'm going to Hooters. Hooters.
0: <laughs> Dennis. <laughs> Dennis. Dennis. Um, and then uh, my last one. Okay. Another bitter twist to the dark side. <laughs> have an all American success story. <laughs> <laughs> this, from the, this from the host of the CNN News or yep, something, one of those yes.
1: Magnificent. And mine, because you, you love Jordan's competitiveness and he just lost some game of toss and quarters, probably lost 75 cents. Go protect the damn United centre. Oh, I didn't hear that one. That was from an earlier quote. Oh, yep. gold. To the security guys. Yeah. Yep. Go protect the damn United yeah. centre. Not, not a great loser. <laughs> Fair to say. Didn't happen very often, in fairness to him. All right, Matt, thanks for that. Well played by you. Well, let's go to the second big story. Uh, we'll have to slow it down a little bit because it, it, the focus shifts from your, your glorious end to your sixth chip to the sudden and abrupt, which means the same thing, end of your Chicago Bulls dynasty. Matt, I don't even know where to begin. But obviously we go to the parade. We go to the the, the enormous amount of people who were there at that, at that parade when the guys hit the, the podium and made speeches. Phil Jackson tried to acknowledge Jerry Krause in that,
0: Crowd. and he got and they got Crowd blew. did not want no, a bar of it. No.
1: Did not want to know about it. No,
0: oh, that was hard. And Dennis slouched back like he could could rather be anywhere else other than there. <laughs> but the significant, it, it, watching it again today, the significant, um, very significant thing was how they all walk on right. How many uh, how many franchises can do this? They hand one trophy to each of them. <laughs> As they walk on, I'm oh, fair to say that they could do that in,
1: in Los Angeles, man. Phil,
0: Phil got one, and then all the other the, the starting five, I got a trophy each yep. too to walk on and just hold during the ceremony. Fantastic.
1: Yep. Everyone gets one, and says, mate. You think you've won more than six in your entire franchise's history?
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well, what's what you, we're talking about? The ball speeder. <laughs> we are.
1: We are. Um, Jerry Reinsdorf asked Phil to come back when it was all said and done.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. <laughs> think he might have waited a bit late to do that. <laughs> yep yes yeah that was just that was just um as as michael said was maddening and you could that's that's that some that sums michael up actually because he thought that would still eat at him to this day that would still eat at him he didn't get he didn't get a chance to lose yep. you know what i mean before yeah, I he was pushed off into the sunset yep
1: I, uh, yep i do know um he said that kerr mj said that kerr bushler and phil would they have all signed i think mj's deluding himself that he reckons they would have all come back for a chance at a seventh. I just... you think? Why? Because by that point, it was just too late.
0: It what, was, Scotty wouldn't have?
1: No, sorry, Scotty certainly wouldn't have. Phil wouldn't have. Um, Kerr would have got too much money. Judd would have got too much money. I just don't think he would have seen it. I think MJ was deluding himself that would have come back. But... But I, they
0: would have got pieces, though. They
1: would have got pieces. I love his competitiveness, but his assumption that he would have got the same pieces back. I think he's off, off point there.
0: Yeah, he should have gone to New York when they uh, <laughs> sure. wrapped him up. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to add to that. It's um, it was frustrating at the time. Yep, but I've learned now to accept that that's part of the mystique of it that they were six and O. It certainly doesn't worry me. You know, them going on and maybe losing a couple more times would mm-hmm. take away from what they were. Would it? Yeah, look I okay. reckon. Okay, but being six and O, it's certainly um, unsurpassed.
1: Sure thing, mate. I think it adds to one of the greatest sports stories of all time that it just ended like that. As, as unfair as it might have been, peripherals. Matt, it's come that time again. This is our peripheral pickups segment. Okay. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming. But
0: <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit repeat t-shirt
1: just how strong was judd bushler's coffee the morning that he got interviewed (laughs) but matt's just asked me the question and and i'm answering it because
0: i'm not getting an adequate response
1: this is where instead of looking to the center of screen we look to the left we look to the right we look to what's going on behind the scenes to pick up what our listeners might have missed it's my favorite segment matt you want to go first because actually i'll go first because you've already done one the Jordan Self Clap, after he hits that big three that you talked about this year. The Jordan Self Club is one of the great <laughs> <laughs> the great heckles of his teammates uh, Put him away That's MJ him Put he's, him away MJ and, and, and now Matthew Allen O'Brien He's got a funny clap Oh he's got a bad clap He's got a funny That's clap That's an awful clap Which makes me think of What I do when I played basketball with What's you it? And after a good play I would go to high five you And you, you cup your hand Like you're looking for, for a drink Or you're trying to try And oh, hold a microphone please You curve your hand mate Just just, just straighten your yeah, hand okay. It's a high five Okay. It's not hard, mate. Oh, MJ.
0: Well, I got a peripheral for you. Okay. Your your mates in the the Nitro division, or whatever they're in there. What Hulk, the, the wrestlers? Yes, Hulk Hogan oh. just totally incoherent when babbling on in the ring there, and him and his little buddy there. Little buddy, his big buddy. How long had they been in the solarium before they went oh, onto the onto the yeah. end of the ring? It's they looked like lobsters. <laughs> lubed up in some kind of cream. What were they doing there?
1: That was the most obscene look. It was so funny. Yep. Uh, I think the Hulkster had uh, fallen asleep a couple too many times in the Solarium. He once had a world title match go awry because of all the lubricant on his arm got in his opponent's eyes, (sighs) and Goldberg could barely see it in in a title match, which he They'd be
0: making weekly appearances to the skin specialist at this (laughs) stage, those two guys. Fair to say. Surely.
1: Fair to say. Matt, um, Dennis Rodman's hat after leaving the Bulls after game
0: three... (sighs) What did it say, Matt? It said, bong. <laughs> 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 Just to rub it in to everyone. Yeah, this is exactly uh, what I was doing mid-series. 4-3 to you still. Yeah. Go
1: for it, Matt. What's, what do you got next?
0: Um, Isaiah Thomas saying what a killer Michael Jordan is. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is, in the, this is his commentary of the final shot in game six of 98. Saying, oh, there's, but there's the push-off. Oh, come on, Isaiah. Oh, didn't like that? Okay. Please. Didn't like Just it. crap. Just stop it. Doesn't
1: like it. Doesn't like it. Um, Matt, one thing which we got to see in the doco was in that moment of the Jordan steal off Malone, we get given so many different dimensions. Phil Jackson's face is like a guy waiting in line to order Chinese food. He is just totally chilled as that steal happens and MJ brings the ball up. He doesn't even think to call a timeout. He's just going to watch it unfold. Yep. Maybe he's back in Montana already.
0: Sensible. Yep. Sensible. yep. What, what, what's this mean for our tribe? Um, Jordan's sons we interviewed, as we pointed out before, first time in the series. They, they, they made the comment that they were talking trash in Utah. How old would they have been? Like four? Eight? Oh. I don't know. How, who are they talking trash to when you're an eight-year-old? Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's the best. What, yep. What, what? Yep. <laughs> My dad's better than your dad. I guess that's, that's all they can go that's with at that stage. Well, he's
1: right. Yeah. I yeah. don't think the Malone's kids or the Stockton's yeah. kids would have liked it. Yeah.
0: So that was quite amusing. I'm talking go. trash. Didn't, didn't uh, I? Didn't Google At little adolescence? Yep. Uh, giving, it, yep. giving it, to the Utah faithful.
1: Um, don't know if you saw this, Matt, but in the seconds, the the seconds that immediately follow your championship victory '98, uh, one of the player's friends rushes onto court immediately to celebrate. Did you see what he's got on? No, the championship T-shirt.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, <well>, confidence. <laughs> confidence. Confidence. Yep. Yeah, that's me. I'm done with uh, peripherals.
1: Fantastic. Well, have you got your top ones for the series, Matt? Because there are so many magnificent moments.
0: Yeah, I've got three. Um, my first one is... Oh, why don't you go first, Matt? Oh, well, you <laughs> went first last time. <laughs> Rude. Um, the Bulls wearing their three-peat T-shirts on the plane after sweeping Detroit. That's my number one. Yeah? Yeah, that's my number one. Yeah, fantastic. Love that.
1: Fantastic. That's your, that's your number one? Or, or...
0: My best one of three, yes. Okay. okay. Well, I'm count. No, it gets, barely gets worse from here. <laughs> <laughs> Fair to say. I should have stepped it to left it to last, but I don't want you, you think? to. think? I did not want you to get it. Oh,
1: jeez. You're up for three. Um, I just still, have always loved your magnificent over-the-top bulls over commentators, <laughs> losing the stuff at Jordan's magnificent <laughs> set of shots throughout his career. My favorite of all time. Hits hits on Rick Carlisle as he walks dejectedly to the foul line. Here we go. He wants his mummy. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. <laughs> He wants his mummy. Come
1: on, commentators. You know,
0: my, my second is uh, Kent McDill. This is the name of the reporter. <laughs> yep. Covering the Cleveland series in eighty nine. Yep. Kent McDill, seriously. Oh, You'd change your name, wouldn't you? Yeah.
1: Oh, mine's a serious one, number two, mate. It's a quote Michael about Michael
0: Jordan. He's given America and the world a sorely needed hero. Yes, he has. He Shit. has for sure. Come on. And my last one I mentioned earlier was those Bulls fans in Utah. That was magnificent. Oh, they were magnificent. They were. You have
1: to be hard there. And no, an,
0: an, an honourable mention to the, oh, to the honourable <laughs> mention to the Indiana lady in your effing face. That, that's an honourable <laughs> mention there. <laughs> yep,
1: yep. Joe Joe Klein didn't appreciate that. Um, and and my peripheral pickup is the greatest of all time. As John Paxson shoots the three to almost win. Um, the ninety three championship against Phoenix, five seconds left on the clock, BJ Armstrong on the on the weak yes, side wing just falls yes. over.
0: Just falls over. The the peripheral observation that made you peripheral Pete. Of all time. Right uh, there.
1: Magnificent. Well done. Well done. All right, Matt. We're on to Stephen A. Can you please introduce this segment to our listeners? You do this well.
0: <laughs> <Quar-me-brow>.
1: <laughs> Slava Medvedenko. Uh-huh. And Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub.
0: He can't play. No disrespect whatsoever. Stephen A, the most opinionated sportscaster in the history of the universe. He's Slava Medvedeco. He's a very angry man. <laughs> okay. He uh, winds up at absolutely nothing. Kind of like me. I love him. So uh, we, we give our best version of a topic where we try to rile up the... Uh, we do. Our... Uh, our colleague here. We do. I'll let you go. Oh,
1: oh thanks, Matt. You and I introduced
0: it so beautifully it, there.
1: You did. Well done by you. Now, Matt, you know I've been critical of your team um, because and who knows why. It, in, in fact, this was the point of the entire segment was to come up with a, with a point that would ag- agitate the other, uh, an element that you've entirely ignored since we started doing this podcast. <laughs> but I actually don't think that this this one from me is going to rile you up. But it's not designed to, because I'm on record in previous episodes that I could see. Jerry Krause's and Reinsdorf's perspectives in finishing off this Bulls run. I, have, I haven't necessarily agreed with it, that they should have broken you guys up. But, you know, I see their point. Matt, 1999, the, those Spurs. And then 2000 through, through 2002, the Lakers. No, we haven't. Sees <laughs> two legitimate dynasties come to the fore. Yep. Matt, the NBA fan in me, I would have loved to have seen the torch passed or not passed. To either one of those franchises. Imagine, Matty, if we saw the '99 Spurs, Duncan, Robinson, Pop, this whole new dynasty come up against MJs, Phil, and Scotty. How would they have cracked that code? For example, let's say they did, and then and then they go ahead around again, and they get the '2000 Lake Show, Peak Shaq, Kobe coming into his own as the top in the top two to three players in the league. What the heck might that have looked like, Matt? The Bulls taking the Pistons off their perch is one of the great NBA memories for all NBA fans. A team, not a management decision, dethroning the Bulls or not, that would have been something else. Krauss and Reinsdorf did more than rob the Bulls of a potential seventh ring or more. Mm. It robbed all NBA fans of a
0: historic memory. Bang. Love it. Love it. You're not annoying me there. That would have been amazing. They yep. couldn't have beaten the the Lakers though. Yep. No chance. Yep.
1: I just suddenly found myself daydreaming: Bulls, Spurs, or Bulls, Lakers. Oh my goodness.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, MJ would have been 38. Do You know what I mean by the time 2000 yep. rolls around. Yeah,
1: there you go.
0: <laughs> there you go. Now, my Stephen A., this you're, you're going to love this, <laughs> which is Matt's way of saying uh, <laughs> sit back because you're going to hate this. This is this is this is this has been a while coming. Um, after watching this series in full, Peter Rich Evans. Got two re- better names,
1: but they've re- been friends twenty
0: two years. Rewatching the games. Yes. Reliving the context, the circumstances surrounding each series and each season, what mm-hmm. they had to deal with. For all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better <laughs> than Michael Jordan, <laughs> oh just God. stop. <laughs> Shut up already. For the love. For all you wise young NBA aficionados that is you were born from nineteen ninety onwards and you want to bang on about LeBron being better than MJ, just shut up. You're embarrassing yourselves. You're not qualified to talk. You didn't see the man play. Your opinion on this is irrelevant and totally unqualified. Jordan never gave up multiple times in the middle of playoff series, oh, by the way. it up. Like LeBron did against Boston twice, and also Orlando. Go and stand in the corner and hope that... Delonte West wins the game for you. He didn't have the luxury of cruising to the finals every single year because all the other teams in his conference were total basket cases. He didn't have that privilege. Please tell me you're recording. And he didn't have to go, yeah, it's recording. And he didn't have to go and recruit Barkley or Ewing or whoever else to win the title. He never made any excuses when he lost early in his career. He did rock up to a press conference with a big, big bandage on his arm or his hand. And he never, ever, he never, ever, ever, Peter, lost in the finals to an inferior team. And for those born after 1990, look up the 2011 NBA finals where the Heat lost to the Mavs. You'll see. Go have a look there. Jordan beat great teams to get to the finals. And when he got there on the big stage, on the big stage, he simply got it done. Six times, uh. zero losses. LeBron has mostly cruised to the finals nine times and his three and six. When you want to debate the greatest of all time, <laughs> when the players have been compared are so good mm-hmm. and so great, mm-hmm. which LeBron is as well, yep. the winning part is the thing that decides it. White Mumba out.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. He's waited six episodes, look at him; He can, he's sweating. <laughs> oh
0: I was writing that for an hour today. <laughs> it's
1: gone flying. Oh, I'm in the presence of greatness. Oh my goodness, Matt, I've met Magic Johnson, I've met Kareem, I've seen the rock wrestle, I've chatted to Bret Hart, I've travelled the world. Well, you haven't seen that. That moment's <laughs> up there, you've been hanging on, and you didn't tell me you were going to do it. No, I you didn't. You got not. there, you finally went at it, you finally got it off his chest. Do you feel better, mate? Do you feel better?
0: Oh, I do, I, I, yeah, it, it didn't upset you, were we? <laughs> feel, Not at all. Yes. Not at yes. all. We yes. haven't even touched it. I may like have upset all those born after 1990,
1: but I don't care. No, that's all right, that's all right. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well played. We move on from Stephen A. We're into our next segment. This is called Questions Without Notice. Now, generally, I provide three questions that I will give to Matt without notice. Matt likes to ask his mid-pod and then get to the end of this and be like, oh, well, they've got a couple left. Yes, yes. But no, that's right. four at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken the rules in it's the other direction. impossible to get, get on three. So, okay, Matt, question without notice. I'll go first. Yes. Okay. Uh, for you, what was your best Bulls team of that era? Oh. If you could have one any day, who would you have?
0: Ninety-six. Really? Yeah. Over 92? I'd have 93 second, actually. Over? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. 72 and 10. Don't mean a thing without the ring.
1: No, but you t- you still have, you'd still have 93 over 92? I would. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Sure. Do you think Michael would have been peeved at Phil having only found out now that Reinsdorf had offered him to continue. Oh, um, when he found that out, do you th- think he would have thought, oh, seriously?
1: I think too much has passed. I think we'd have moved on. Yep, I, I think he revered him. I think he's one of the few people who had his full respect. Phil Jackson was one of them. Yep. Yep, I doubt it. Um, Matt, what... Who was the biggest waste of space of an inclusion in this doco series to interview? Obama, who I quite liked. JT, or the little drop-in from Leo DiCaprio? Who is the biggest waste of space? Oh,
0: JT, saying he's saved up some money to buy some shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That'd that'd, that'd, that'd be the biggest waste. Um, Do you think Jerry Krause should have been allowed in the locker room or on the team bus after Game (laughs) 6 and 98 to celebrate? (laughs) Given, you know... (laughs) He was the team manager should, should he have the, been allowed that on he the constructed the team and wanted to break them apart all year long. Do you think he should have been? He should have been just to go sit in the corner. You're yes. not getting any champagne, Drew. <laughs> he,
1: he was. Um, yes, of course he was. Um, hey, Matt, you know I like to do the what-ifs. Um, with Pippin's back shot, Would you have won Game 7 in Utah had Stockton's 3 gone in in Game 6 and and you'd been pushed? I reckon you would have only had about a one-day break to a a Game 7 in Utah.
0: It would have been a real tough ask. I would have thought, no, not without Scotty. And he wouldn't have been right. Couldn't have been. Two days later. Yep. Okay, there you go. All right. Um, I've got this my third. Yep, go for it. Do you think Phil had already been tentatively offered – the Lakers job before the end of 98 and as such didn't want to continue with the Bulls anyway given Scotty was leaving blah 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 that the Lakers said well we'll, we're going to give Del Harris one more year yes don't go back we we will bring you here
1: have have a year off
0: have a year off come in a year
1: Um, no no I don't no, okay. I don't I think not he, possible. Sorry?
0: Not possible. Feasible? Plausible? Oh,
1: absolutely plausible. Absolutely plausible. But did he did he know this when he was he was done after a really long run with your team? Um, no. I think he just yeah. he needed to go go rest and relax. Uh, but never say never. Never say never. All right, Rodra, our last segment of the show, Matt. The star of the show. Woo
0: star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: Now for our first time listeners um, both Matt and I rightfully gave Michael the great Michael Jordan our first star of the show it's, then we've since then we've agreed to not give it to MJ we've been finding other stars of the show oh, that's um, a problem. <laughs> okay so I'm going to go I'm going to go first this time Matt uh, if you're okay with that um, Matt got a question for you without notice you ever thrown your back out
0: yes you have debilitating
1: Yep, it's brought for me. I also have some of the worst pain I've ever experienced, and that includes a fractured ankle, a dislocated shoulder, and having to watch Nick Young on the Lakers. Um, some of the footage, that's your cue to laugh. Thanks for nothing, Manny <laughs> Some of the footage of Scottie Pippen barely able to walk or run in the, of Game 6 in the NBA Finals when he's on the court is one of the most courageous things I've ever seen in sport. When Malone runs him over on a screen that he sets, he can barely get up. Instead of limping away, he then sets another pick as the play stays in his vicinity. Yeah, right. We see him in agony in the locker room. He somehow, as you touched on earlier, he hits a long jump hook. He can barely walk after the Malone steal. He hits a late turnaround. I kid you not, mate. Somehow he is plus 16 for the game. Wow. Leading all players. How is this even possible? This documentary series has not always been kind to Scotty Pippen, who went radio silent throughout its entirety. This is his finest moment as a Bulls player. My star of the show, the great number 33.
0: Scotty Pippen. Scotty Beautiful.
1: Pippen. All right. Now, do we double up? Have I got you? Uh,
0: no, 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 no. Okay,
1: cool. No. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing who you might come up with.
0: Uh, star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> what? No. Six. At guard. Six, six. Matt. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Now, this, this, ex- this, this, the, the, whole, there are uh, the whole, the whole episode, there are the rules. whole episode showed him as the star. Michael Jordan has never declared himself the GOAT. Not once, Peter, has he done that. He lets others do it for him. He's shown too much respect for those that have gone before him. He would clearly see it as a sign of disrespect to put himself above Wilt, Oscar, Koozie, yep. Russell, West, Bird, Magic, any, <laughs> any of those <laughs> icons. Yep. But this footage, the whole series, this final shot, the whole thing. Yes makes a compelling case that indeed he is the GOAT. From the series against Boston in 86 to the shot in 89, the iconic player of the 91 finals, the three-point spree in game one of 92, to his otherworldly performances in 93, meant to retire and then come back as a 32-year-old and and win three more. He is the author of so many iconic playoff and championship moments in playoff history. Then you have his articulate, insightful, confident, Defiant, <laughs> competitive and captivating interviews. Charismatic. Throughout the entire doco. What a ride, what a production. Yep. So great yep. that this period of NBA history, the reign of Michael and the Bulls, has been documented so well. Kudos to Jason Hare. True. An enormous job. True. Scotty Pippen, Phil, Dennis, Dennis? Michael, Jeffrey Jordan, the GOAT, the star of the show, and the series. Bang. <laughs> we can just sit with that
1: people. You're done? We can just sit with that. <laughs> You're done. Do I need to remind you of the board meeting that we had? Where we agreed that we would not go no, MJ again. No, there was again? no
0: seconder for that. No, <laughs> there was no seconder when that was put forward.
1: I, I, I fear for the future of this franchise, Matt, when you come up with stuff like that. Very well said. Very well said. He is absolutely fantastic. Matt, well done. That concludes today's podcast. That concludes our focus on the last Dance documentary series. Matt, we get to come back and actually talk about NBA games. We do. There's going to be games soon, yep. next week. Can't wait. Can't wait to see how you weave in the Chicago Bulls into that. Until then, then, everybody, um, take care, stay safe, stay masked. Good night. God bless you, man.